Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Right, you lovely people, it's that time of year again. We're going away on holiday and stuff like that. I mean, depending on where you are in the world, if you're listening to us from Oz, I mean, you're probably probably still going away on holiday, but it's not going to be, uh, the weather's going to be different, isn't it? It's going to be flipped, that's my point. But anyhow, for many of us, whether it's the summer, whether it's the winter, whatever's going on, holiday season is upon us. And... Um, I know that we've spoken about alcohol-free holidays before, but today we wanted to do it a bit different. We wanted it to be kind of like quick tips that you can snaffle. Um, I love that word. I'm not sure if I used it in the right context there, but what a word. Um, That you can snaffle, anyway, uh, take for yourself and just use straight away. And we do have a bit of discussion in and around kind of important things to do while you're there and things like that, but we wanted to expand your idea of what a holiday is because often I we both think that's really important on this journey and wherever you are this is going to be cool whether you're one year in 10 years in 50 years in there's going to be something different for you to be able to see about holidays so that's exciting isn't it other than that I won't keep banging this drum um, but for those of you who are interested uh, the rebel spirituality podcast which I'll be doing um very soon is is coming very soon so if you want to get on the list i'll put the link in the in the show notes but go to rebelspirituality.com hit the podcast tab at the top and uh, get your name on there you'll be the first to learn about it it's coming very very soon i'm very excited and um yeah as you can tell because i keep talking about it but anyway okay that's me i'm gonna shut up um in fact well i mean as i said last week i'm gonna shut up right now but then i'm just gonna talk with you for the next 45 minutes or so so anyway i'm waffling my own little waffle See you there. I was counting myself in, not you, me. Right, team. This is going to be cool. Got something a bit different. We're going to have an. Uh, we're going to try not to go down too many rabbit holes. Although, let's see what happens. We want to top tips for uh, how to think about alcohol-free holidays. Unique things you might not have thought about before, both when you're planning them and when you're going on them. And we're just going to have a bit of a chat about that because it's holiday season. It's currently toasty, roasty. That's the thing. Toasty roasty here in the UK. I'm literally sitting here sweating my tits off. So yes, right now it is it is hot. How are you, Ellie Crow? I'm I'm all right. Cook are all in shits on the dog walk. So she had a you see behind me, she's had she's had a an ear and neck wash. So that was nice. So luckily she only did it on her ear and neck then. Yeah, just just the one side. Don't it's know. weird that they like doing stuff like that, isn't it? I saw mm. a I saw a dog the other day that was absolutely loving having a sniff of this squirrel this poor little squirrel that was no longer and the squirrel stood there and let it sniff it no it was not it was the squirrel was dead oh oh that's made me feel sad now (laughs) let's pick the mood back up this that's nature these things happen right okay snappy snappy Snappy, number one number one explore a culture without alcohol at the focus yes slash sub holidays have um oh, yeah. where where have you been where alcohol is not the center of attention? Yes. Well where have you been? A few places. Turkey was cool, because that's you know, apple tea, sitting there in the evening, watching the 
world go by or whatever. Um, so that's that's a cool idea. India, of course, and I mean I think alcohol is it is creeping into parts of society. Well, more than creeping in, it is you know depending on where you are. But obviously, large parts of of uh, the culture where alcohol is not consumed, and um, yeah, like parties erupting in the morning. So I think I spoke about this before, but I am. Um, when I was in the ashram training to do my yoga teacher training stuff, uh, we the one day we we went out. We went to the local town, and it was a bit of a like sensory overload. Have you know used to the calm, and then suddenly there we are in the city, um, and uh, yeah, we went to see this marathon. Started at four o'clock in the morning because it was so bloody hot. Finished at ten or eleven, and then this party just erupted at like eleven o'clock in the morning. Drum street drummers, like everything was like going wild. It was well cool. Uh, not a drop of alcohol that I could see, and. Yeah, it's just nice to go somewhere like that because you learn that, well, actually, there's a very, <laughs> a lot of people on the planet that don't drink a mm. lot and mm. whole cultures that, you know, don't sort of do that, right? Mm. There's been a really big, uh, I was about to say, it's not resurgence, it's a big, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's a bit hot. Um, it's like a groundswell around sober vacations. And so you can yeah. find all sorts of companies that are doing these mm. holidays where you just get to go along and instead of the focus being alcohol, the focus is being sober and you get to meet new sober pals and experience whatever the activities and things are with a group of like-minded people. Like what could be better than that? Yeah. I uh, I can't remember the lady's name now. I had a chat with the lady on, on Instagram ages ago. I can't remember the name of their company, but they did these. They did like hiking holidays, kayaking. You know, basically you went away yeah. for a week and then each day there were some really cool activities um, and all those kinds of stuff, you know. And I just think that's amazing because the types of people that go on there are very adventurous from from what I can see. What you got there? I wondered what that was. It's a little kicker sticker that's just got, it's just I, got I, stuck I, to my I, elbow. I was going to say to you. you seen what, what it says that? on it though. I thought you might have. I think it says a... great. It does great. 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 Ellie it Crow's was, got a weird it, it little stuck sticker to my desk. Funnily enough, I, I, yesterday, this was on the side in the kitchen after Little Kickers. And then earlier on, after the dog walk, I found it stuck to the bottom of my foot. So I stuck it onto the edge of my desk there. I've obviously put my arm in it and then it was just stuck to my elbow. It's like just going to be following me around this sticker. There you go. You can't get rid of that sticker. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, but I really do think that whether it's like uh, something, so those holidays were in Portugal and Spain and there was stuff all around the world. So what we're kind of saying is you can purposefully select either a holiday that has been crafted to serve people who are kind of sober curious or or sober or however you want to call it. And you can also purposefully go to a country that you might not have been to before where alcohol isn't the focus. And I think a lot of the time, I mean, blimey, you're going to go walk around those sort of t- like a, a town at night that, where it's not focusing around alcohol. There's always so much buzz. You know, the shops are open. Oh, hello, mate. Shops are open. Just had a little visit from uh, from from Chester. Didn't little poorly Chester. Little Chester. Yeah, don't you get, don't you bloody get sick on me in the middle of this as well? Oh, I feel a bit. God. Mm. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, buzz and a lot of fun going on and there's lots of people talking and yeah it's just really you know you can explore those those markets at night those markets markets at night that kind of it's, it just yeah life people are still really active in the evening they're just not funneling into bars getting wankered so it's uh mm. yeah 
so anyway, that's that's so we wanted to talk about that. Have a good think about whether there's some a lot more opportunities out there than you might currently realize. Number two, rethinking all inclusive. Mm. Our wonderful, yeah. lovely old Pam. Lovely old Pam. <laughs> lovely old Pam. What on um, earth uh, are you talking about? Well, no, the other day though, I was on a, watching a live and Pam, one of our fabulous This Naked Mind coaches who we love to pieces, she was talking about this because she'd just come back from an all-inclusive holiday mm. and uh, saying how in her oh. mind it completely changed and flipped. Is there a pigeon here or a, a magpie? Massive, I, thought a it, I thought it was a bird had just flown into my office. There's a what massive dragonfly. Oh, it's, it's huge. It came in, came right up to me, went, oop. Was it nope. wearing a top hat? <laughs> oh, God, don't start that. I'm not, I'm not. I just wondered. Um, I just, just wondered. Oh, I'm. I'm inter- uh, Before I blabber on about a load of stuff, wh- what did um? What was Pam's top tip then with rethinking all inclusive? She was just saying like how what it used to mean to her, which was you know obviously it just the alcohol was the centre, yeah, can. and the other bit was on the side. Get your these days, <laughs> yeah, and these and she was saying how she had a load of fun getting them to make a really nice mocktails and different and you know the food and everything and just how it was. It was just a. Uh, just a shift in thinking, just a different way of looking at it. And all inclusive became a wonderful way to just have basically like endless, nice food and awesome, yeah, nice. awesome drinks yeah. while she was away. Yeah. Um, there, there were a few clients that um, I think this was last year were, were into cruising. It's <laughs> like not, not, not the kind of cruising <laughs> that you might be thinking about. You but see actual... me rolling. No, not that, even that, that kind of, kind of cruise. Oh, right. I was thinking about a different kind of cruising. What, what, well, what's That's the story altogether? That is, is that something like, um, is that similar to swinging? Um, we'll look it up afterwards. Um, <laughs> um, right. So anyway, th- this involves cruising with a ship, an actual ship, a boat. And they were talking about beforehand, like you can, you get to choose your package and you don't have to choose the drinks package, like as in the alcoholic mm-hmm. drinks oh. package. You can choose the smoothie package. So you're effectively paying for all of your drinks in the same way as you would with an all-inclusive on paying for all of my food and drink up front. But it's specifically soft drinks and and in particular having like really nice smoothies made up on milkshakes or whatever. I suppose it's it's possibly geared towards kids, but what a fucking great idea. So and and whether whether, you know, like we can all lobby the um holiday companies, whether uh, I would hope that there's a version coming along which is you know the mocktails the alcohol-free drinks alcohol-free beers and all all that sort of stuff is becoming so much more popular why wouldn't they have that as an option so uh that that's one thing is to check out if you are into all-inclusives what kind of all-inclusives are there because there might be other options and if there aren't ask for them because the only way that these things are going to come about is if people are actively asking for them are you laughing because you can hear the builders next door i'm not laughing I was just listening. Fucking builders. There's a, been a, a massive plane's gone over. Anyway, uh, the other thing that happened in this conversation with um, these folks that were off on uh, all-inclusive holidays was, was what I think one of them was feeling probably like I'd have felt a little bit of grief that I'm effectively paying for all of this booze and then I'm not drinking it. Hmm. And what I talked to this individual about was actually re rethinking the the thought so that rather than it being a I'm missing out on something um, I'm paying for this and I'm not getting the value from it well what are you getting to do 
and you're getting to miss out on all of the hangovers and all of the you know being taken over by a toxic substance so i'd i'd pay to avoid all of that quite frankly and um you're it's not just you know we, we think about the value you know i i used to do this like make sure and i always did make sure that i drink more than i've paid for if you see what i mean yeah. but but you don't but it's not about that like the value is not just in the booze it's the experience right so there are a lot of times and, and this is the same for like going out with friends that are drinking mm. Like, like yeah let, let's all split the i mean within reason let's all split the bill because it's it's not just it's not about the who's drank what and you know what does it total up to but rather it's the experience i'm paying to be in this um lovely place and have this lovely uh time with these lovely people so that's that's worth it to me and so i'm, I'm not suggesting that that is always going to be the case and of course there are extremes where people you know spend a huge amount on booze and I'm not suggesting that you fund other people's drinking but it's just this um just asking ourselves to think more broadly zoom out a bit and not just get stuck in these old narratives around oh well I'm paying for it therefore I must consume it yeah you're reminding me of that awesome podcast we did should I split the bill do you remember that oh yeah that was a really good one and I think it's, it's so I just got back from a stag do, me and 18 lads, they're all drinking, I'm not, something like that, 17, 18 of us. Um, and I'd kind of, so obviously when they were doing their booze runs or whatever, like I was like, guys, I'm not, not splitting that, definitely not getting involved in your bloody kitty, like that's whatever. But when we went out for a meal, and if you have a couple of alcohol-free beers or something, you know, it's it's not a huge difference and like if i was if i were with someone and they'd had three bottles of wine that were fucking 100 quid each or something then obviously i might make a joke of it and i think i think we did talk about this the best thing that personally i think the best thing any of us have got going in those moments is a sense of humor for me it's just like i'm not playing for paying for your bloody booze or whatever and make a joke out of it mm. um but on the whole like you say like the way to think about it i agree is you know, this is an experience. I'm going out with these people. All right. I might put, maybe if I split the bill, I'd end up spending 10 quid that I wouldn't have spent, but do I want to go out and have this experience, et cetera, et cetera. And these days, I don't know what's happening in your circles. I'd never, never even heard of it, but they're all using this splitwise thing. It's like an app where basically it just figures all the tallying up for you. So you don't even have to worry yeah. about that stuff, which was quite good. But anyway, I just, it, it, you're right. Sometimes, I mean, look, we're feeling our thinking we're not feeling the world so if you change your thinking around something it will be different you will you it will feel different that applies for holidays it applies for meals out all that stuff so yeah love it right we were going to talk about i think we should that's important that intention one but i think we should just roll that to the end i think we should talk about it at the end yeah okay because i think we've covered we were going to talk about expanding your idea of a, of a holiday but i think we've 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 pretty much done that haven't we yeah, I mean, the, the, essentially, this is like, well, you know, what a holiday to me used to be go somewhere hot and sunny because it's not generally hot and sunny here and do as little as possible mm. and drink as much as possible <laughs> and eat some nice food. And essentially, I'd come back from the holiday and probably need a holiday to get over the holiday. And now, for, like, that. God, it's not. It's a bit awkward for me because it's not like I get to go on holidays. I get to go to um, the seaside with my kids. And That's it's, holiday. Well, it's a change of scenery when you've got kids, Sam. Um, but 
I can imagine <laughs> that if I was going somewhere where I wanted to go um, on my own, <laughs> uh, it, it it would I would just have a very different plan about what I wanted to do and what I wanted to get out of it. And the the whole theory of having a, a break away to actually be rested. And um, well, actually, I suppose I have been. I have had small holidays in terms of retreats. Am I getting into something that we were going to talk about later on? Well, let's let's do it now. Because number three was like, I think we're at number three. Or next one was, yeah, seriously considering mini breaks and stuff like that and retreats. Um, so yeah, tell us about because I know you've you've done some cool stuff. Yeah, well, that's it's my favorite thing to do because it's the the whole point of a retreat is you are retreating from your daily life, the day to day. So the idea is that you're not you know on your device, your phone, electronics, all of that's going away. And the rest, oh my god, there are so many that you could pick from. You know, I follow particular teachers and particular traditions and that's where I'll generally go uh and one of my favorite teachers Andre who we interviewed mm. got a long time ago now a while back yeah. um, so Andre is a good friend of mine but she's also a very um advanced Jiva Mukti yoga teacher and she knows how to put on a retreat so the, the, there's no slumming it on Andrea's retreats and so I've been to some really beautiful places, but it's it's also intense. Like it's a really uh, intense inward facing time and you can experience so much and work through so much. It's I've, I've had some really not just lovely experiences being around like minded people and practicing the kind of yoga I like to practice and learning and but just you you have to rescue the dog don't you dare dig I can't uh can't keep Ellie in the room today no sorry this is completely lost what I was what was talking about retreats we were talking about retreats yeah yeah just if if you've never been on one it's something to consider because it's it it will be unlike any experience that you've had, and you don't have to you know go to the extreme of you know, silent retreats or anything like that. Although you could do, there there are some really wonderful offerings out there. Gosh, just be led by the heart and you know choose something that you feel drawn to, but you can, you know, it can be a very healing experience at the same time as enjoying nice food and enjoying the sunshine or other people's company or meeting you but whatever you know you get all of that but it's also an opportunity to heal and to um to you know look at some of the stuff that whether we realize it or not is running the show and is impacting on how we're living our lives and so when you take the opportunity to look at that stuff and to work with it, then you come back into your life renewed and um, grown. And so it doesn't just have the benefit of that period of time that you're at the retreat, but there's, you know, there's something that, and and it's a good idea to think about how you're going to integrate what you've learned and what you've been practicing on the retreat when you go back into your daily life, but it will have an effect on uh, like a halo effect of, 
how you are in your daily life and the interactions that you're having with other people. Yeah, love it. Right, awesomeness. So three, retreat. Four, have a think about, seriously consider mini breaks and short breaks because here's the experience that I always used to have if I went away for a weekend was I'd go out, get absolutely battered on the first day and then feel like shit the second day. So it wasn't really much of a retreat or a holiday or anything. But these days, um, actually being able to just go away just over the weekend, you get twice the amount of time, right? Because you're not thinking about drinking, you're not recovering from drinking and all that kind of stuff. So I know that we might kind of in our head be thinking to ourselves, okay, a holiday is only a holiday if it's a week or more. But, you know, I mean, for me, for the last three years, I've been creating and building a lot of stuff. And I don't think I've had more than four days off in nearly three years or something. But I've taken, when I can, I've taken the opportunity to, yeah, holiday, um, but for like three days or something like that. And um, completely unplug. Oh, that's something else to talk about as well. We'll do that as the next one. To unplug, to actually, mm. you know, give myself the opportunity to step away from the the world of digital stuff and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of rolls into the next one, which we hadn't really spoken about, but it seems like a nice one if there were going to be a fifth one, which is actually be, I know it might take, it might even feel like it needs, takes a bit of courage or discomfort to actually unplug, to actually like not look at the emails. And I did it for the first time the other week in a long, long time. I actually didn't look at my emails for four or five days um, and completely unplugged and got rid of all the social stuff and all of that stuff. And mm. it does make a big, big difference. It makes a big difference. It does. And then and you realize that, you know, how much of it is of your own making, you know, we can kind of get frustrated about feeling overwhelmed and feeling stressed, but it's, it's man-made, right? Because you you can step away from these things and the world still continues to turn and stuff happens. And yeah, you might have a bunch of emails to read when you get back, but you can also just delete them. That's it. You know, it's thought, like you say, like it's uh it's thought made, you know, stressful. If you ask most people, where's your stress come from? They'll give you a whole list of stuff outside yeah. of them, but it comes from our thinking. Mm. And so, you know, whether you're busy or not busy people, we can always, we can generate stress with our thinking. But so another little thing that I like to do is kind of have a Sunday where I just, just a life day. Don't do any kind of spiritual study. Don't do any of that stuff. Just kind of live my day and don't check the emails, be out with Rob or, and all those kinds of stuff, perhaps screens off. Um, you know, if you're sitting here and you're thinking it's all well and good, but I really don't get holidays very often, but I'd love a bit of a unplug recharge. There are things you can do. There are things you can do. And that's one of them. Just taking a day a week to, if you have, even if it's a day off a week that you've got actually taking the time to think about how you can properly recharge and unplug on those days is really powerful. Yeah. I was talking to a bunch of women in my, one of my small coaching groups about, like we, we don't always have the financial means or the time to be able to go on a an extended retreat or even a mini retreat, you know, mm. like a weekender. But we can create some uh, part of that just at home, like you say, like a Sunday sanctuary, right? Mm. Well, you know, the, um, if the for, for me, if the kids are with their dad and right, well, I I might have in fact, I've got one banked up. I've got a, a four-hour practice with one of my teachers. And so I know that I could, like the, the other weekend, I had a flotation, you know, like a mm. sensory deprivation tank situation. I love it. So I could one of those, then come back and have my, my, have prepared, ready for myself, some really nice 
and nutritious, mm. healthy food, then go into my four hour practice and thinking about the kinds of things that I'm going to have around me. I'm going to practice outside. Am I going to, um, you know, what, what am I going to wear? Uh, am I going to have my essential oils going? Like, what are the things that are going to make it? Am I going to practice in a different space? You know, what are the things that are going to make it? Uh, and, and as much as much as it can be a retreat, including taking the phone away. Mm. So we can recreate these things. Yes, it's not exactly the same, but it's a bloody good alternative. And it's certainly better than just, you know, allowing the day to happen of its own accord. Epic. I love it. I think we've covered a lot of this. But we're going to, I don't know what number we're at. So dogs are free. It doesn't really now, matter. There's a big bee's coming oh, in. Oh, exit, exit stage left. There's a bee. Yeah, get away <laughs> from the bee. I um, yeah. I, I've tried. I've had to uh, offer a few bees some sugar water recently to see oh. if they can go back out to the world. I think one of them did, and one of them. Anyhow, oh, so intentions. Talking about dead things, please. This has been an episode <laughs> of dead things. Right, where are we up to? I'm right, completely I think... lost, and I've got a heat stroke. Well, We've been, we said we were going to try and do this succinct. And I think if we keep this to around 10 minutes, this bit, we'll have accomplished our mission. And, and it will have been about half an hour, which is a first, especially for you. Um, I'm only joking. I'm just as bad. Here I am doing it right now. Waffle in array away. Um, <laughs> so intentions. So all of those things up top, they're kind of like, you know, more practical tips, literally things you can think about changing the form of your holiday. Um, but there's also something very powerful about, um, you know, we we had a really, I find myself referencing the expectations versus intentions episodes, podcasts we did all the time. It seems so powerful. And particularly mm. with this, having expectations of the holiday or like looking at the holiday through the filter of the past or, uh, you know, all those things, you know, not, not, not helpful. You know, you don't need any of that. You're going to, when you go on that holiday, you're going to be there in the moment, aren't you? It's going to be, you got all sorts of um, amazing feelings just available to you there. You don't unconditionally, right? And you can tap into those whenever you want to. So, um, but one thing that can be very powerful is uh, intention setting and coming up with because intentions are expansive, right? Expectations are very like closed off mm. and heavy, but intentions are adaptive in the sense that you know if your if your intention is, I want to uh, some chocolate. Oh, I'm so glad that's on there. That was brilliant. Can Did I have you hear some what chocolate? he said? Yeah. <laughs> Can I have some chocolate? He's, oh, pe- some he's chocolate. supposed to be poorly. So yesterday, the school phoned me. Chester's really sick. He's got a bad headache. I went in to get him and he looked awful. Brought him home. He chundered in the toilet. And then I gave him some Calpol because he had a raging temperature. And about an hour later, he, can, he perked right up. And I said, well, you can't go into school for the next two days now because he's been sick. Yes, he said. Yes, and now he yeah. wants chocolate. So it's and now he wants chocolate, and there's nothing wrong with him. Well, so there's nothing wrong with him. He keeps saying his tummy hurts, and I feel a bit sick. So, well, you know mm. what the cure for that is? Chocolate. Um, mm. oh, fuck. Talk, you were talking about intentions. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Go on. Well, no, well, I was just going to say, like, if, if you've got all of it, if you've got an intention, like, um. I want to re-enlarge. I want to realign with uh, I joy. Re- re-enlarge, re- I want to re-enlarge my what? Joy. 
um or whatever like you know you you just sort of oh i want to i want to just you know i want to have an adventure um Ooh, yeah you know it doesn't like th- those things doesn't matter what happens even if things don't go according to plan etc it doesn't matter because it will it will change with the with the changing circumstances yeah, and, and the important thing about your intention is it's about how you want to feel so it's not it's not necessarily about the behavior. You don't need to worry about the behavior. The behavior will follow mm. the intention. So yeah. think about what's meaningful and important to you, right? We spend a lot of money if we have it on holidays. It's a big investment of your time. Um, some uh, countries don't get very much holiday compared to others So, in terms of paid leave. So mm. it's a, it's an investment and it's wise to think about what you really want to get out of it and how you really want to feel on the holiday. And as a result of having it rather than just let it all oh, I've booked the holiday and therefore, you know, it's, it's all just going to kind of happen by its own accord. It will happen, but it's not necessarily going to align with what you were talking about earlier, these expectations that are built upon previous experience and conditioning and so on. So get rid of all of that. What, what do you really want? What's really important and meaningful for you? Mm. Expectations can, it's, it's innocent, but we can derail our holiday. Like you have a bunch of expectations about what it's going to be like. And then if it if it doesn't look like that, then, you know, it can, it can derail stuff. But with an intention, the interesting thing is, even if, you know, say you go with the intention of rediscovering adventure or joy or whatever it might be, um, and then you get caught in some thinking because you're a human being and you get pissed off at your husband or whatever. Right. Um, Robin's never got pissed off at me. So I'm literally, this is completely theoretical and I'm just making this up as if it, you know, I've got no idea what that would be like, but imagine, imagine that. And then, yeah. But if you find notice that you've got caught up in that and then you remember your intention, you will be able to choose again. You will be able to be like, hang on a minute. All right. I've got caught up. Sam's being annoying, keeps talking about how good the waffles are. Need to let this go. Realign with joy. Ellie's doing this right now. She's got an intention for this podcast, which is not to, not, I don't know what it is actually. I'm looking at the time, mate. You're waffling. Yeah, it's great. People love it. Oh, it's fine. Waffling. That's it. <laughs> Waffles. Waffling. One of my lovely clients from one of my lovely small coaching groups um, adopted the waffling, but she calls it waffling. <laughs> That's fine. Going, you know wha- who you are. I love you. <laughs> um, I don't think she says y'all at the end, but I'll let you have that. So, yeah, obviously Robin has got pissed off at me once or twice because I, my... my fault. What, do, what did you annoyed. do? Oh, goodness knows. I don't know. She went for a walk once a while back. I can remember that. Going for a walk. Because oh, she was annoyed at you. <laughs> yeah, Aww. I mean, that can happen. Oh, Robin. Yeah. I have no idea what I was doing. I mean, look, I'm mental, right? So it's got to be quite challenging, isn't it? Um, I've just got visions of you in your tent with your with your little dustpan and brush trying to keep the grass <laughs> out. <laughs> and Robin told me about that and sent me a picture. <laughs> well, look, and I thought, look, well, I would do that as hey, well. So exactly, not... there you go. I'm not being. There's plenty of people. Like, if you don't have a dustpan and brush, what does your tent get full of? Grass. You know, dead bugs and shit. It's just squirrels, dead squirrels. You don't want that. <laughs> I don't want a dead squirrel in my tent. 
um, or anything. I once had a live wombat come into my tent when I was asleep in Australia, and I basically shat myself. Thankfully, well, not, was, was, was it an actual wombat? Or were yeah. You so I was on my no, I was on my own. I was probably pissed as well. I and sli- you just walked in. So <laughs> just walked in. Wombats don't just walk. Well, I guess they do. Like they got four <laughs> legs. Let, so I joined. I went. I was going to get we'll, we'll finish. We'll finish. We'll finish on this story. Yeah. They, well, they wombat in, don't they? They wobble in. Um, wobble. I drove down this really long windy road to go i was going to see these caves uh, and it was a good kilometer and a half drive down into this little i don't know what you describe it there was a campsite and then the caves next door but when i got there there was no one there which is always a bit like oh this is a bit bit eerie isn't it so anyway there i was set my tent up went to bed for the night left some food in the awning either accidentally i don't know god knows and then at about three o'clock in the morning i very loud noises and something trying to get into my tent so i just did i just reacted and i think i just kicked the side of the tent or the something and then and it scurried off and and yeah, it was a wombat and they're bloody massive them things how big um, like bigger than chester they're right the car off they're like if you were to hit they're they're massive like if you if you were to accidentally hit one or whatever not, not that you'd be doing one hitting them on purpose i hope um i think but, my brother served a wombat they're massive yeah good for him they don't all live in wimbledon either Mm. Are they the wombles? They're not wombats, are they? But they are they. No, that's different. Else. I picked litter up. Right, this started well, and now we need to finish it. Who was your favourite womble? Like, I don't know, mate. I'm I'm not before my time, mate. Oh, yeah, really of course. Remember. You Sorry. youngsters, right? Do let us know in the Facebook group which was your favourite womble, and oh, yeah. um, we'll have a poll. See um, see who was the best. Let's do it. I don't know if our American friends had the Wombles, but we'll find out, won't we? Right, Google, Google that. So two things to Google, cruising and Wombles. Go and have amazing um, holidays. And yeah. Bye. Bye. So there you have it, team. Come join us in the Facebook group. Let us know what you're going to do for holidays this year or what you've got planned or what you've seen or what you've learned or what you want to experiment with, what you want to try out. The... Uh, the, the world is your oyster. The opportunities are endless. Um, all that stuff. Go have an amazing week. See you soon.